With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome to another episode of the Attacking Scrum podcast. This time round, we are previewing the Scarlets ahead of the new season, and Dan Killick is alongside me to do that. Uh, we've also got uh, contributions from our good friend Liam Thomas, uh, Scarlet season ticket holder, and we'll be chatting to him later on in the show to get a fan's perspective. Uh, but first up, me and Dan are going to be having a look at uh, the Scarlets and what to expect from them. Before we get underway, obviously a quick uh, thanks to our sponsors from So Coffee Trades. Uh, make sure you head over to socoffeetrades.co.uk. If you are a coffee lover, you will not be disappointed. So head over there, make sure you buy some coffee, and you can listen to the Attacking Scrum with a great cup of coffee on the go. Right, a man who's possibly in need of a cup of coffee fairly soon, judging by the tired look on his face, uh, is Dan Killick. Daniel, um, right, Scarlets. We've spoken a lot about the Scarlets over the last couple of years for obvious reasons, uh, and let's do some more of that right now. So the way we've been doing this is we've been looking at um, we've been looking at key players for each of the region, who we think is going to be a breakthrough player, who the best signing is, and then making predictions on where the sides will finish in Europe and then uh, also where they'll finish in the league. But before we do that, obviously we've got to mention uh, Wayne Pivak and with him moving on, uh, moving on to take the, the Wales job. Before we get on to how that might impact the Scarlets, when we started this podcast just shy of two years ago, did you, at that point, think Wayne Pivot would be the next Wales coach? No. Did you? No, definitely not. You know, I thought, at that point, I wondered whether Pivot would make the end of the season. <laughs> yeah. God, it's... Um, how, how times change. Yeah, they, they're unbelievable. Um, but then, you know, towards the end there, he was probably almost the only man for the mm-hmm. job, really, wasn't he? In a lot of people's eyes. Um, I still think there was, you know, there was a couple of... There's a couple of good other options, wasn't there, out there? But um, oh, come on, let's, let's hear that one before we get on to the Scarlets. Well, no. What do you mean just... no? Come on, you can't say that. You can't, you can't tease the audience with that, Dan. Well, I think, you know, um, Dave Rennie. Yeah. I think he's is a, is a good, you know, he's a good operator, um, you know, proven track record. I just, I just wonder whether... I don't know. We're not going to know until we, until we get going. But it's it's a it's a huge it's a huge step up, isn't it? Mm. No, um, no, it is. And he's, it's a, he's got massive, massive shoes to fill, isn't he? With with Gatland, you know, he's you know the most successful coach we've had, isn't he? Over that over a, a, a sustained period of mm. time, it's going to be really really difficult. I wish him I wish him well, obviously, but it's going to be tough. It's going to be very tough. And then you've got the disruption then at, uh, that it's going to cause for the Scarlets. But you've you know, you you got it. You know, everyone wants to push on, and then get yeah. to, get to that next level. And has he has he earned it? Yeah, he has. He has earned it, hasn't he? He's done brilliant. He's done an outstanding job at the, at, uh, at the Scarlet. So right. Well, I remember this moment because I dare say it's not going to be the last time that we talk about Wayne Pivak on this podcast. 
uh, throughout the course of this season as we head into into World Cup year as well, which is God incredible to think that that's uh, that's only around the corner. But we have the small matter of domestic and European. Uh, action to talk about before that and if there is one region that has been flying the flag for Wales in both of those tournaments over the last few years it has been the Scarlets. Right start with a key player then Dan who is the pivotal player for the Scarlets this season? Yeah key player this year for me is going to be Blade Thompson. Okay interesting. Um, with 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 Tyke Byrne obviously leaving I think Blade Thompson is going to be a massive player for the Scarlets can play second row, can't he? Back row. Um, he's 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 got great offloading games. Yeah. Hard. He carries well. He's. I just think he's going to slot in really well down there. Um, big year for him. I big think. Year. Yeah, I agree. I think it is a big year for him. And you know, stepping into stepping into the shoes of Tyburn is a you know is a massive uh, is a massive task. Uh, you know, and he's a slightly different player from what I have seen. Yeah, he is different, and he, he you know, he knows he's different, doesn't mm. he? He's not; they're not; they're not the same. No, uh, but um, again, yeah, who is who is Tyke Byrne? You know, a, a second row who can turn over that much ball. There are um, there's not many of them around. So, no, but and he was, but he was, he was made, wasn't he? He was made in the Scarlets, really. Yeah, oh, undoubtedly, was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was released and let so, go by Leinster. Yeah, and I, I, I can't wait to see what 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 Blade Thompson. Um, you know, once he's in that fold, mm. how he how he evolves as well because they've we've said it so many times, haven't we? But the Scarlets have seemed to sort of develop. You know, they, they go there as sort of you know either good players or average players or great players, but then they get even better. Um, so I can't wait to see what they bring to his game. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that's going to be that's going to be really interesting, and um, you know, he's a a real a real. Handful, so yeah. you know, I think he, I think he really could relish that, relish it down there. Player I'm going to go for for key player this season is James Davis. Yeah. Now, obviously, he's been he's been hugely important over the last few years. Um, you know, made that step up, finally got his Wales caps, impressed hugely. Oh, he did well, didn't he? In the summer, really well. Um, you know, I, I thought that was he, he did a fantastic job, as did Ellis Jenkins. You know, I thought that between the two of them, I really liked that, and this is before we knew that. that Sam Warburton was going to quit the game, so that's encouraging for Wales. But I think for the Scarlets, having lost Barkley, Burn, you know, some real, some absolute demons at the breakdown, I think James Davis is going to have to step up and and you know and kind of really carry that mantle for them. So yeah, I'm um, and I think he's capable of doing it. You know, I think he's a player who is constantly punched above his weight. You know, he's really he stepped up and he's been asked numerous times to prove it again and again and again. You know, much. Worst players than James Davis have had caps for Wales in the last 10 years. Um, and, you know, he's just constantly carried on playing, carried on playing and turning out. So I think this is going to be really interesting to see if he's able to, you know, to help fill that gap that's been left by two colossal yeah. players. Yeah, I mean, there's on, it's, it's, he seems to get man of the match almost every game he plays in, doesn't he? Whether that's now for Wales or, or for the Scarlets. So I'm a massive fan of his. I think he's just, he's outstanding. He's very, very different to all the all the sevens we've yeah. got out there, isn't he? And for me, with the Scarlets, he's going to have a huge impact off the field as well, because those boys that you've mentioned there were, were you know, great, great players, but they were big off it as well, weren't yeah. they? And he's, he's, you know, you know, he's he's a he's a good, fun chap, isn't he? That there's a lot of signings that the Scarlets have made, 
and I think he'll put them at ease and and and, and uh, it's needed, isn't it? Because it's it's going to be different. Uh, it's going to be different down west than it will be where a lot of these guys are, uh, you know, or were or are currently living. Mm. Yeah, no, no, I think that that's all interesting stuff, and and you're right. I think that the character and the leadership is is just another thing that I think he's going to have to, you know, he's he's going to have to to step up. And you think you'll really love that? Yeah, yeah, I do. You know, yeah. like, I think he's a he's a big character in not just in the jokey sense that we that we love because you don't see enough of that, but I think he's also got real character to him. Do you know what I mean? Grit and determination, and and he's shown that enough. So I, I you know, I think he's um, I think he's absolutely. Absolutely crucial for them. So for me, it was between him and his brother, who I think is going to be, uh, you know, he's, he's just a cut above when he plays at his absolute best. So, um, uh, yeah, but I'm going for James Davis. How much would he play? Who's that? His brother. Um, oh, look, big games Foxy's playing. You know, in Europe, he's going to be, if he's fit, he'll be there starting. The if he's fit, that's the, that's the key. Yeah. He carries, yeah, it is. You know, very, very injury prone, isn't he? He is. But, you know, when, he, player, when he stays fit, you know, he's, Lions man of the series, and uh, and he's, he was playing damn well in that game against Australia where he went off injured. You different know? league, isn't he? Yeah, he's uh, yeah he's you know whatever happens with Jonathan Davis now at the end you know when he when he reaches the end of his career he's going to go down as a you know as a yeah. as a great Welsh player. Yeah, and let's hope his brother does as well. Yeah, let's hope so. And right, okay, breakthrough player then. Breakthrough player for me. Ryan Combier. Okay. Um, he scored that outstanding try, didn't he, against um, Ulster, Ulster last year? Yeah, beat, you know, left sort of four or five defenders. For Proper wheels, death. yeah. Oh, yeah, he's pacey, he's powerful as well. Um, I'm, I'm, he's one of those guys, isn't he? Just want to watch, want to watch play, want to yeah. watch, give him the ball. Just hope he gets, hope he gets a fair bit of game time. Yeah, I, th- I think it's interesting. I think he will now. You know, I think it's going to be. Yeah, I think that's a good shout. I think it's um, it could well be kind of step up time for him um, for him now. I think he's I think he's going to get that um, he's going to get that game time this season. I think uh, you know I, I think Steph Evans did a really good job at um, enhancing his Wales credentials again. You know we said in the autumn perhaps he didn't make that step up quite as easily, um, but I think he's I think he's impressed since then. Um, so I think he's going to be away with Wales uh, at certain points throughout the season. So there will be opportunities for Combeer, I'm sure. And um, yeah, I, yeah, I agree with that. I think that's, that's a very good shout. Uh, the player I've gone for, though, for similar reasons to James Davis, yeah, is I'm going for Josh McLeod. Yeah, I love Josh McLeod. Yeah, and I think we said a number of times, the players like him and Boyd and Rawlins, who kind of seemingly stepped in from nowhere when the Scarlets had loads of players missing with Wales... Um, that's testament to how they're how they're bringing you through at the at the yeah. region. Now I think he has to go from being a a good, soluble, a solid, dependable player when the internationals are away to pushing them to play every week. Because again, I think he's very good at the breakdown. I think Boyd is great at the breakdown as well. Um, but I think these these guys in particular, McLeod. I think it's time for him to step up and be, uh, you know, be pushing for that first carried, team place on the regular. Carried well as well. He didn't carries he? well, yeah. Um, he had a couple of explosive bursts, didn't he? Um, yeah, I really, I like the look of him. He, he sort of, yeah, him, Boyd, they they slotted in so well, didn't they? When they just came off the bench or or were asked to step up because yeah. there was an injury in, you know, injury in the uh, in the warm ups. Um, but that's a good call on him. He's he's a real real good guy. All right then. What about uh, what about the best signing? Who's the who's the player you're most excited by? I mean, obviously we've mentioned Thompson already. 
Yeah, so it, I, I suppose a key signing then, an interesting signing. Mm. I'll, I'll change the change it up slightly. Is um, a, a guy that I know you you rate is Sam uh, Hidalgo Klein. <laughs> I think it's no. Hidalgo Dan. Hidalgo. Um, but, no, uh, no, it's definitely not. It's not. <laughs> it's not your worst pronunciation of a no, Scottish scrum half. That, that was all right, wasn't it? That pronunciation. Hidalgo. Um, I think I liked it when you called him Henry Pigross. That was my favourite. Henry Pigross was Henry Pigross. So I'll forgive you, Hiddlego Klein. Uh, go on. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's a good nine. Um, I think he's more than that. He's, he's got bags and ba- like bags and bags of potential. Yeah, he has. And again, who is the best side at releasing this potential? Yeah, the Scarlets. Absolutely. I think he, he'll go there knowing that. Knowing that they'll get something out of him, so he'll be, I think he'll be a real dark horse. Um, he's rate, he is rated highly, isn't he? But he's, he's quite under the radar. He's rated highly, but um, you know, to be let go, yeah, uh, to be let go in Scotland, and you know, he's a, he's a player. I he tore um, he tore dragons apart uh, a few years ago in the um, what would that have been the the Challenge yeah. Cup, and I remember thinking then, wow, this guy's got you know, he's, he's been in and around the, the Scotland squad. I thought, yeah, he's got some real. Yeah, uh, some real potential, and I think you're right. Going to the Scarlets is going to be the. It's going to be big, isn't it? He's blown hot and cold a bit, isn't he? I suppose that's uh, is is that one of the reasons? Is there something off Could the field? Be. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, going to the Scarlets, yeah, it's it's. Let's see what he can. Let's see what he can he can do down there. Yeah, who's who's your man for breakthrough player? Who's your man? Uh, right, well, I was going to go for Hidalgo Klein, so yeah, you've, you've taken another one of my picks. Hey, come on, you said that now on, on all of mine. I know. It's, in a way, it's worrying that my mind works in the same way that yours does. So, okay, I'm going to go for the player that I'm most excited to watch. Yeah. Uh, and this is, if you if you struggle with pronouncing uh, Sam Hidalgo Klein, how about this one? Clayton Blumacheese. Yeah. Uh, I no, wanted to say him, but I just couldn't get the words out. <laughs> Your man there, Clayton. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, now he is a player who I love to watch. Um, Again, He's straight out first of the, the Jed mould, isn't he? Yeah. R- running, running from anywhere, running yeah. backwards, sideways, sideways, anything just, but forwards. There's not me- there's not many of those players around, and uh, he's got electric pace, yeah. good kicking game good as well. He's played a bit of ten good, every now and again. Good haircut, uh, great haircut, proper good lid on him. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, you, you don't even need to say why he's excited. If you've never seen Clayton Blumacheese play, just watch him because he's gonna he's gonna excite. He needs one to have a chat other. with Luke Price about his hair, doesn't he? Do you think? I'm not sure Luke Price could pull off the uh, the well. uh, no. no, I think uh, it might be a might be a straightforward head shave for, uh, for Luke. That's Price. a one-off. I wonder if we'll start seeing quite a few uh, quite a few haircuts similar to that around West Wales because um, uh, I hope he's taking his barber with him because that is some haircut, isn't it? <laughs> it is. But yeah. another quick player just to mention. I think Fonatier is going to be interesting. There's too many, isn't there? Yeah, that's there the is thing with I think you, you need. They've lost. They've lost big. I think they've recruited well as well, and that's something that we yeah. uh, that we talked to Liam about later on, later on the show. So there's just time to do uh, to do some predictions before we chat to Liam, and uh, let's get you. No, in fact, let me go first on these, shall we? Yeah. No, go on. You, well, you do it. You do it clean, sweet. Let's see if I've copied you on these ones as well. So let's start with <sighs> let's start with Europe, Dan. Yeah, Europe's looking so tough, isn't there? In Racing. Leicester and Ulster, oh, it's it's a frightening group, isn't it? I know the Scarlets don't tend to to fear anyone, and we know on that day. I just fear this year round it's going to be it's going to be too difficult. It's going to be too difficult with that number of signings. Mm. I think it's going to be a season where they're going to have to gel. There's going to be 
there's going to be things that work, there's going to be things that don't work. Um, I can't quite see the Scarlets getting out here. They go back you? to the semis. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, look at the excitement there. I think it's, t- look, it's a tough, tough group to oh. say that they're, uh, you know, to say that they were finalists in the, um, uh, finalists in the, the Pro 14, semi-finalists in Europe. I think it just all comes down to Racing. That's your, that's your ding-dong game there. I think Leicester are beatable. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they are not the Leicester of, of old. They're not, but they're, they're going to be a lot better this year. Yeah, I'm sure, I, I'm sure they are. And again, if you, if you look at the, the squad that they've assembled, and, um, you know, it's never an easy place to go, Welford Road, is it? You know, yeah. again, we're, we're venturing into, into cliche territory, but it's, it's cliche for a reason, isn't it? Because they're, um, you know, it's, it's, always, it's always a packed house down there. And it's uh, there's something about those games as well with the Scarlets, isn't there? Leicester yeah, Scarlets. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 the game you want to go to, isn't it? They yeah. are. They've been brilliant games. It's exciting now, just talking about it, because it's going to be a right old ding dong. Yeah, it is. And um, yeah, look, I, I think that's a really exciting one. But I think they can. I think they can. Yeah. Uh, they can do that. I think they can beat Leicester. I think that Ulster are a. Um, their side is under-delivered for me for the last few years. You look at the money that's, that's been spent there. Um, you know, maybe they'll go a bit better this season. But, you know, I think, it's, I think it's all on wrestling. And, you know, if they can give them a good run away from home, pick up a losing bonus point, I think they can beat them. At, um, you know, they're, they're an amazing side, wrestling. Absolutely amazing. But, you know, I think Scar- Scarlet's are, are in the, the top four best sides in Europe for me. I thought they were there on merit last year. If they go anywhere near like they, they did last season... Um, and you're not worried about these changes. You're not worried about the changes. I am definitely, but you know, like we said, they 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 recruit well. Um, they so do. Like, they I think, coach well. If, yeah, and if they get out, if they get out of the pool, I back them to to get out of the quarterfinals as well. So, um, so yeah, I, I think they're on for another. They're on for another good one. What about the league? League, I think um, Scarlets will go very very well, very very well in the league. So we're calling it the league, the conference, the conference. <laughs> We're never going to lose these, are we? So, I'm going. I'm going for second place. Yeah, I'm also going for second, and I think that they're going to play. I wonder. I who think they're going to play. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Has anyone got anyone different? Uh, I mean, it's hard to look past oh, Leicester at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. But I think they could play. I think. I really. Th- here's my here's my big prediction. Though. Here's my big prediction: yeah. is that we're going to have a is we're going to have a, a knockout game between Cardiff Blues and Scarlets. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, so yeah, that's uh, that. That'd be one to look forward to. Yeah. But yeah, I think they'll go well, and then out of that, I think they'd they'd probably beat Cardiff. But you know, this is based on a hypothetical knockout game in nine months' time. But I think they'll go well. They'll reach the playoffs, um, and after that, you know, kind of anything can happen, really. But yeah, I think they're in. For, I think they're in for another good season, to be honest. You do. I think it's going to be a, a a more challenging season this year for them. Right. Well, let's find out what uh, what our good friend Liam Thomas thinks. Uh, and uh, I caught up with him earlier on in the week, and you can hear what he says very, very shortly. So, like to say, I'm joined by Liam Thomas, making his second appearance on the Attacking Scrum podcast. How are we doing, Liam? Yeah, not too bad, sir. Not too bad. Not too bad. How about yourself? Yeah, good, thank you. Good to have you on again. Um, eventful summer for the Scarlets, really. Um, We've had a, a huge amount. I suppose the, the best place to to start, or the place you have to start, is um, is the announcement of 
of Wayne Pivak taking over as Wales coach after the World Cup, which I suppose is the one of the worst kept secrets in uh, in rugby. <laughs> yeah. um, did that make it? Did that make it any easier? Was it something you kind of come to terms with before it happened? I think you kind of come to terms with it already. He was, I mean, he's the best man for the job. I think gutted from a Scarlet's point of view that he's going, but he deserves all the success in the world. What he's done for the club over the past few years has been incredible, really. And I can't see, <clears throat> unless Steve is off with the head coach role down with us, then I think a lot of the coaching staff will be going with him as well, if I'm honest. I know, I suppose that's the, the, that's the thing that you don't necessarily think of straight away is is the disruption that it might cause um, yeah, with the with the whole kind of coaching outfit potentially following him as well. Um, is there anyone you've kind of got in mind as to, as to who you'd like to see next? I think Steve-O is the ideal candidate, yeah. really. That's, that's, who, that's the dream. But I don't know, maybe him and maybe he'd bring Dwayne Peel across with him, potentially from Ulster. Mm. But honestly, I can't think of a candidate. I think it's an attractive job now, a lot more than it was about four or five years ago. Oh, definitely. I mean, we've, like, so we've been a lot more in the public eye, but I think Steve-O is the ideal candidate, but I can't see anyone else where. But the good thing is that we do have a year to plan, and I think the WRU actually handled it quite well, which I don't say very often. <laughs> I know, yeah, it's, it's one, of those, one of those strange situations where we've ended up saying that uh, a fair amount more of late. Um, yeah. How does it how does it affect Scarlets going into this season, though? Do you think it's one of those things? Is it a bit of a distraction, I suppose, firstly for him, and secondly, is it a distraction for the team, or actually you just able to to get on and um, to get on and go out and play rugby? I, I think they're professionals. I think they'll get on with it, go and play rugby. I, I think maybe the media might make a lot of it, and if a couple of bad results go away, I'm sure they'll say his head's been turned and he can't. He he's got one eye on the Wales job, but I don't think he's that type of bloke. I think he's desperate to win more silverware with the Scarlets. I think he wants to leave on a high, and I think he's got absolutely got our best interests at heart, and he won't concentrate on the Wales job until the time comes. Well, Andy, you know, if, if he were to take his eye off the ball and, a, and have a poor season with the Scarlets, it doesn't do his reputation any good, and it kind of almost puts pressure on him going into the going into the Wales job, doesn't it? I think you're right. I think he's, he's definitely going to want to end on a high. Yeah, I mean, if he does have a poor season, I mean, that's one of the past three. When doesn't a team have a poor season out again? Leinster didn't win the league or get anywhere in Europe a couple of seasons ago, and everyone's saying they're on a poor season, and then they go on and win the European Cup the next year. So <laughs> it's it happens in sport, and there's been a lot of change at the club this year, I think, especially losing some big players. I think it's it's almost a bit of a transition season for us again. Yeah, it's a, it's a really interesting one, and obviously I've, you're, you're right, it, the players who have gone as well, I think in particular Byrne and Barkley are, are massive losses. But then, you know, you've got Scott Williams, who's been such a good servant for the club, Ali, yeah. Ali as well. You know, are, yeah. are you happy with the, the recruitment and the players who've come in? I am happy, yeah. I think we've recruited well. I think I think Munster have signed the, the league by signing Tag Byrne, if I'm honest. Mm. He is, I don't think we can underestimate how much we're going to miss him. He is, Cubby gets those turnovers but he tends to get turnovers from getting down on the ball and winning a penalty, mm. where Tag gets in the wrist ball out and allows us to play that quick turnover game, which is so crucial <laughs> for us at the moment. But I think we'll find a way to replace that. I think Blade Thompson coming in, I've seen a bit of him play the Hurricanes, and I can't say I've seen an awful lot of him, but he looks like he could be a great acquisition. Kazim, hopefully, if he's not injured, which yeah. is the rumour going around at the moment. So... But hopefully he'll come through and be okay. But you know, it's great for the season. Destructive and a ball carrier that we've missed 
probably. I mean, Barkley was a fantastic eight for us, but he wasn't a four carrier. He was more of a converted converted eight, really, wasn't he? You know, he was really yeah. Through bolt, yeah. Yeah, so I, I think we'll definitely miss Daniel. I mean, I don't know how much Scott Williams wants to be at the Ospreys. <laughs> I think how much he wants to be there for his. How much, I know he, from what it's a bit of a move for maybe to stay in the Welsh contention, but mm. he, we will miss him. But I'm quite excited to see Fonancia play under Pitback, if I'm honest, because he does show glimpses of being quality. It's just whether we can get consistent form out of it. Yeah, I think that's it. But I mean, I suppose that's the thing that gives you that gives you hope. If you look at the the track record that Scarlets have got in unearthing gems over the last even five, you know, probably even five years. There's, you know, there's arguably no side, no side in the league who does it, who does it as consistently, you know, kind of pulling out these, these gems who, you know, I mean, I suppose Burn, Burn is the prime example, but then you've also got, you've got yeah. players like, like Jake Ball, who kind of seemingly came from nowhere as well. Yeah, As- Asquith. Yeah, Asquith, <laughs> really. yeah, exactly. And forget he's got to come back. And then, as well, you've got um, Barkley revitalised his career down with us. Yeah. I guess. No, like, there's probably fewer people I know fewer people I've across in world rugby than Pivak to find someone and fill that gap. He is his recruitment second and none, I think, and I think that's why we've been so successful recently. Yeah, no, I think I think you're absolutely right. I suppose the big the big question is is that strong, is that squad going to be strong enough? Um, and I think you know, obviously, I was going to ask you that even before the, the extent of the injuries came out. But do you think it's, it's strong enough to, to kind of compete on both fronts this year? Listening to Pivak today in his press conference, from what he, I've never seen someone announce 14 injuries and still sound quite a beat about the squad. <laughs> to be fair, so I think that shows how times have changed. I mean, four years ago we get 14 injuries, we are looking <laughs> scraped in the bottoms of the table. Yeah. But I, I genuinely think now we could, you can put out two 15s for us, and we'll, our second 15 will still compete with most sides in the league. And I don't think that's an issue anymore. I think Halfpenny's injured as well. I mean, Clayton Blue and Cheese looks, <laughs> looks like a different animal. He is a live wire, to say the least. Yeah, he's not, so, um, he's not a, a safe kicking 15 in, uh, in any stretch. He has got a good kicking game, but he's, he's one who he, likes to run with the ball in Yeah, he, he's a bit more sandy than Halpert. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, it's, it is what it is at the moment. Injuries will have to deal with it. There's no excuses. I mean, if we lose our first three games of the season, then that's probably a title winning form you after, after we won it a couple of years ago. Yeah, well, so, I suppose that's it. Is, you know, is there, you presume the ambition is still there, like you said, to go out on a high. You know, do you think you can go one better in the league, or is, it, is the competition just going to be too tough this year? In the league, I, I think we should definitely be aiming to win the league again. I think that's well within our reach. I do think Leinster are a mammoth. I think there'd be any team in the world at the moment. Yeah. Personally, maybe the maybe the Crusaders might have something to say about it, but they are just a machine, and they grind teams down, but they rip them apart at the same time. So, I think the golf's too big in Europe. I think Racing are going to be a really, really tough test. It's going to be a tough group to get out of this year. I thought it was last year, but Racing went down to too long on the weekend and pumped them. Yeah, it's Racing, Edinburgh, and Ulster. The the other teams in the group. There's there's no gimme game in, in any of those. Yeah, no, Leicester, I think. Raffing Leicester, and Leicester. Oh, is it? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Although, yeah, well I, well, I hope so. I just... Yeah, just you're right. Hotel for Welford Road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's say, yeah, you are, you are right. Yeah, so, 
that'll be I think I, I don't know how Leicester are going to be but Ulster will be interesting it'll be an interesting game first game of the season but then you don't know how the Irish team is going to be managed I mean Ulster seem to have world class players but it depends what team turns up with them yeah no exactly and um, you know the, you're looking across looking across all of those pools in Europe they're there just is there isn't an easy there isn't an easy way out anymore. You know, the, I think even the the days of looking at um, you know looking at, at Benetton as being easy games in the league and, and even Zebra got much more competitive in the league. And then when you take that into Europe, they're just they're, there's just yeah. no easy games anymore. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I, I, to be fair, I think I think the league is looking really competitive this year. I think there's been quality added to it all round. There haven't been that many players leaving. I think Charles Pitt will be a loss to the league. Other than that, and Andy, really yeah, and he, we've kept all the big names. And he's let and he's left the league to become one of the most, you know, if not the most highly paid player in the in the whole of the continent. So, um, you know, he's, yeah. uh, he's he's picking up a serious uh, a serious check there. And then one thing yeah. I just wanted to finish on. This is something that I'm asking all of um all of the fans who are coming on and doing uh, previews for us. It's been a really. It seems like pre-season results have been um, a have been particularly bad, but then also there seems to have been a bit more of a, a spotlight on it. Is that anything you, you read anything into, or is pre-season pre-season? Personally, I don't. I mean, I know we got pumped by Bath the other day, and that wasn't encouraging. But if I'm honest, I think years gone by, we've gone. I, I can't honestly, beating Bristol this year, I can't remember winning a pre-season game. Yeah. I can't, well, not, not that it's been in my mind. I think yeah, pre-season has been a bit more highlighted this year. I don't know if that's with a lot more... There's been, seems to have been a lot of movement in Welsh rugby this summer. So I don't know whether that's been highlighted more. And that's why people have been following the pre-season yeah. a bit closely. But personally, I never read in the pre-season. I know me and my dad and my brother were all a bit doom and gloom on Friday night. But that's Welsh rugby in general for us. <laughs> Always the pessimist. Uh, is that, is that going to change this weekend, though? Um, I, I think it's going to be tough in Ulster. And then Leinster at home, especially if we've got injuries, I think it's, that's really tough two games to start the season. But again, I'd rather have those two tough games and maybe not get maximum points and have the entire season correct up rather than have all these injuries at crunch time. Yeah, no, I think you're right. It's always better to have it that way around. And we haven't got long to, to find out either. So, uh, yeah. All, all eyes on the, on the Pro 14 this weekend. Liam, thanks for joining us, and hopefully we'll, no uh, problem. Thanks for having me on. we'll get a chance to chat to you uh, throughout the season. I'm sure we will. Yeah, absolutely. Nice one. Have a good season, Jeff. Ta-ra. The thoughts there of Liam Thomas, and thanks very much for Liam for doing that. And that brings us to the end of our Scarlet's preview. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed it, make sure you leave us a review uh, on iTunes. And uh, yeah, that always helps us out. And let us know what you think, if you agree or disagree with our predictions. And you can do that by getting in touch at Attacking Scrum on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram as well, Welsh Rugby Attacking Scrum. Uh, And we've got a Facebook page and a Facebook group as well. So yeah, what more could you want? Get stuck into all of those things. And we'll be back with the last of these when we're here to preview the Dragons. Podcast Network.